Hello and good day to you. How are you? I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing great. I hope you entered into this day with great joy and thanksgiving. It is truly an honor and the great pleasure to be before you once again. Thank you so very much to the replay viewers, to those of you who are sharing, to those of you who have followed and is making the decision now to follow me. I want you to know I am very, very grateful. My name is Diane Lubrant. I am an author. I am the author of He Was There All the Time. I'm not in it by myself. A abuser from the Playboy Pulpit series. Also a 31-day prayer devotional and a daily journal entitled Dear God. And you can go to lubrantbooks.com or at, uh, you can always go to Amazon dot com and place your order there. I'm asking when you go to lubrantbooks.com that you register so you know the next time I have a new book coming out or if I have anything going on you will be the very first to know. So that is lubrantbooks.com. It's my last name. L-E-B-R-I-N B-O-O-K-S dot com as well as amazon.com and you can find all my products there. So Thank you so very much. And also, if you're not following me on Facebook, would you please go to Arthur Diane Lubra as well as Arthur Diane Lubra on Instagram. And I would love for you to be a part of Life, Love, and Laughter group on Facebook. And I ask that nothing but positivity encouragement, uplifting words, songs, video be posted on there because I do believe that we are helpers one to another and I do believe that God has given us the gift to help one another, to love one another, to show mercy one for another. So I would be very, very happy, pleased that you would do that. And if you know of someone who needs the words that God has given me uh, to speak, victims of domestic abuse, women who have suffered domestic abuse still in the abusive relationships or are just coming out, as well as women who have suffered sexual abuse. I would love for you to introduce me to them and hopefully from what God have brought me through, where God has delivered and changed me, my testimony can make a difference in their lives. So again, thank you so very much. Today I want to talk to you about never being alone. And our scripture is Matthew 28. And Jesus said those words to the disciples after... He had risen from the dead, and they saw him. They ate fish with him. And after he had strengthened them and restored Thomas and, and, and Peter, asking Peter, Peter, do you love my sheep? And he, after he did everything 
he was supposed to do right before the cloud came to take him back to the Father. He told the disciples, for, for, for oh Jesus have mercy, for lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the ages. In Deuteronomy, he tells us to be strong, for I am with you. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Over and over, Jesus told us that he is there. When we were growing up, they still sing it, but you don't hear it anymore. He promised never to leave me alone. No, never alone. He promised, and then we know that our Jesus, he cannot lie because he told us in, uh, in Numbers that he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. So I want to just take this time to talk to you about you and I never being alone because we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So many times we look at our lives and we all can go back and we all can see where we had dark days. For some people with dark weeks, for some people with dark months, for some people with dark years. I had dark years and I truly believed because of the past sins that I had committed, not only was I being punished now but it's like God had nothing to do with me I was thinking about that this morning growing up in the church sometimes we think the other churches who are not Christians they have all these laws to follow and and we say in Christianity we believe that no longer do we have to follow any laws because when Jesus died, all the laws were abolished. But I came to realize that sometimes in Christianity, we still have law. We are very legalistic. And I was thinking to myself this morning, oh my God, you know, although we are free, so many times I went to church and I felt in a place like where I was trapped and I would mess up and I would ask God to forgive me and it felt like I had to keep working at it, keep working at it. I had to come to God more than once and say, God, forgive me. I messed up over and over. I had uh, having to repent and to be quite honest with you, I still have days when I may have the wrong thought or reacted the wrong way to somebody or a situation and I still feel you know bad and I'm realizing and I'm getting to know the enemy he brings condemnation but our Jesus brings conviction he doesn't bring conviction because he wants us to feel bad he he brings conviction because he he loves us and he wants what's best for us so conviction comes when we step out of place and all he's trying to do is realign us back into right standing with him because he knows he understands when we are not in right standing with him not only are we not getting blessed some people will say oh when you're not in right standing with God you're not getting blessed he can't hear you this that and the other but also when we are not in right standing with God it gives the enemy access to us it we become easy pickings for the enemy we become that lion that that 
that gazelle in the herd that is lame and when the herd takes off that gazelle is limping or not as strong makes us prime target for the enemy to come to pounce devour kill destroy and eliminate and there are days when we feel bad and we're thinking oh my god because i've done this god have left me alone because i feel this way and and i thought this way and i made this comment and i made this remark oh god it's sunday morning and i didn't go to church how god how disappointed is god with me it's bible study i didn't go god is so disappointed and for years i thought god was just sitting there waiting for me to mess up it's like he was just i'm just waiting for miss diane to mess up so i can get her and when we are taught that god is this mean person when we are taught because when you hear he is a consuming fire and they would say you need to fear God and and they don't tell you you need to fear God as you need to respect who God is you you need to respect his power his glory we need to respect how omnipotent he is they're not telling you that they just say you need to fear God so when they say that you're like oh my God since he gave me life and and he's the only one that can destroy me oh God and he said I'm the only one that have the power to destroy not the body but the soul and I can cast you in hell and oh my god oh my god what am i gonna do i'm dying and i'm going to hell and it's like god gets happy when we went to when we go to hell and i had to come to it that's not true because of the things you and i may have done the things you and i may have gone through that will never never cause god to turn his back on you turn his back on me Whatever we did in the past, when we came to Christ, he made us brand new. He washed our sins away. He cleansed us from all sin, all unrighteousness, all iniquity. And when the enemy comes and he tell you, you're no good and you are ex-drug addict and you're prostitute and you're gay and you commit adultery and you're in fornication when the enemy comes to you and tell you you a liar when he comes to you and tell you all these things your job is to knock his teeth out by saying devil you are a liar god has forgiven me and i know he has forgiven me because he cannot lie we have to tell the devil devil you a liar because greater is he that is in the world in me than he that is in the world he promised if we come to him he will wash us cleanse us from all sin and all unrighteousness and then he said i will take your sins and remove it from you as far as the east is to the west can you imagine from the east to the west we're not talking about in america from the east coast to the west coast we're not he's talking about in a place where you can never meet god is saying i have taken sins away from you that never again those sins will ever have any hold over you it has no power no authority over you and the only way we can give it power and authority is when we submit to the condemnation that the enemy is bringing to us so you cannot believe you cannot accept the condemnation that the enemy is bringing to you because you know now who you are you are a child of the great king some of us who have gone through depression, we find 
ourselves in these dark, dark places. Nobody to talk to. Nobody can understand us and when we tell them what we've been through. I had people tell me, oh, just get over the sexual abuse. Just get over it. And I, I, I say, you don't understand. Sexual abuse, it doesn't just affect your body, how you look at your body. Sexual abuse go into your soul. Sexual abuse go into your spirit. It tarnishes the way you look at yourself. It tarnishes the way you look at your body, something like sex that God created for a husband and wife that should be so beautiful, becomes this ugly thing, becomes this thing. I don't want to be a part of it. All because of what took place in our lives. Uh, and as victims of domestic abuse and, oh, well, she can get out if she want to. And why is she still staying there? Maybe she don't love herself. And nobody is willing to say sometimes, let me just sit and talk to her. Let me just sit and talk. Let me see what's going on in her psyche. Is she in the right frame of mind? What is happening? Because when we get into these dark places, when we have not been healed and we look at it and we say, oh my God, suicide is the only way out. And the minute I commit suicide, all my pain, it goes away. That is a trick of the enemy. He wants you to cut your life short so that you cannot be in the place where God's full manifestation comes and God will show you, you know what? I may have planted you, but I did not bury you. And there is such a huge difference in planting a seed and putting a dead body in the ground. We do understand when we plant a seed, after a while, we are going to see that seed come back to life. And from that very seed, we get to eat, whether it's an apple seed, an orange seed, whether it's bananas, whether it's plum, whatever it may be from that seed that have been placed into the ground, we get to partake of it. But when the body is dead, we put it away and we never go back to get it because they'll tell you when the body is contained all nasty stuff, all, all kind of vile stuff is now in the body. Even when the body is embalmed, it is still filthy, dirty, and nasty. So we put it in the ground and we bury it because we cannot be around the nasty because the fumes of that body has the the power to even affect us. That's why Paul was saying he carried that old man like a dead man. Because sooner or later, you hang around the dead. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to die too. And that's what the enemy wants to tell us when we go through. And we get in a place where it's dark and we get in a place where we can't see the light, where we get into the place that, oh my God, God, where are you? I look to the left, you're not there. I look to the right, you're not there. I'm looking above, I'm looking below. I'm calling you, God, you are not answering. And I'm looking at all these other people and you blessing them. And here I am, I'm living for you, God, the best I know how. And this is what I get I remember I had that conversation with God. How can you, God? Here she is, a drunk woman with a baby in the car seat, and she's so drunk, she's 
throwing up on the baby in the car seat. And here I am. I'm fighting for my children. All of a sudden, I got so self-righteous. Like I've never done anything. And I'm so quick to throw her sins in God's face. Not realizing, hey, you ain't all that good yourself. So there are days when God will separate us. Where he needs a one-and-one with us. Because let me tell you this. There are some things that are on us, that are in us. If God were to expose us to everybody... It won't be good. So what he does because he loves us so much. What he does because he wants the best for us. He takes us to the side. And he works on us in private. And now that I understand that. I thank God. Because he is shielding me. Because he know what is in man. He know when man sees what we have going on on the inside, men are so quick to point fingers. Men are so quick to say, I knew she wasn't this and I knew he wasn't this. Men are so quick to point fingers and place judgment. But our Jesus is not like that. So he much rather put us in a dark place uh, and where he is the only light uh, and he became, and he becomes the master surgeon and he goes in and he begins to remove some stuff. Uh, he begins to remove the cancer of unforgiveness, uh, of bitterness, of hatred, of malice, of jealousy, of envy, of greed. He begins to get all this junk stuff out of us like a like a worm, like a caterpillar. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Like a caterpillar. He puts us in a cocoon. And I don't know if you've ever touched a cocoon. That bad boy is a hard. I remember growing up in the Caribbean, you would see the trees where the caterpillars would spin their cocoon and it would hang by a, a silk silk. Us. Oh God, string. And let me tell you, that string alone was so hard, so tight. We could not yank it off the tree. We could not cut it off the tree. And on the inside, we tried to pull the little things off the cocoon. And it's in there. It's thick. It's tight. And it's hard. But as it, as ugly as it look on the inside, there is something beautiful taking place on the inside. And I am here today to tell you that dark place that you're in, that cocoon that you're in, don't get mad. Don't get sad. Don't get dismayed. Don't get upset. God is working a work in your life and when you finally come out of that cocoon you are going to be that beautiful butterfly that brings praise to God that brings glory to God when God finally gets you out of that place people gonna look at you and gonna say I knew when that girl was when but ever since she got saved there have been a change and that's the life that we are to live every day letting the world know we have a savior his name is Jesus, and he promised, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Psalms 51, I believe, says, when your mother and your father forsakes you, he said, then I will pick you up. I, Jesus, I, God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, like a child, when they want their parent to pick them up, they lift up their hands, and you pick them up, and you hold them, and comfort, and joy, and if they're sick, everything in that hug, in that holding makes all the pain go away makes the tears dry up everything brings sleep everything and I'm saying to you today I don't know what you're going through 
I don't know how long you have been planted. I don't care how dark that place is. You need to remember he is with you always, even unto the end of the ages. I don't know who or where this message is going to get to or when, but I want you to know God loves you. God will never do anything to bring a hurt and harm to you. All he wants is the very best for you. And the very best for you is him. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Fear not. Fear not. For lo, I am with you. Even until, unto the end of the ages. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to walk away. We have family and friends. We get into certain jams. I can't do it anymore. I done told her before. We, 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 we so quick to walk away. But when it's our turn, we want people to be there, to stick by us. Not, rem not remembering the Bible saying we have to love our neighbors as ourselves. So when I get down, I want you around. So when you get down, I need to remember when I was down and I have a day coming when I will be down because life is like a roller coaster. We have our sweet spots. We have our high places. We have our low places. We have the places that are in between and round and round life go. That's why they say what goes around comes around because that's life. You up today, you down tomorrow. My daddy used to say, it's a doggy dog world. Every mutt for himself. Today is my day. Tomorrow may be yours. And when we get in that place, we all want somebody to be there for us. So let us learn how to be there one for another. Let us learn how to bear one another's burden. Let us encourage. Let us remind each other. Hey, you're not alone. The Christ that lives in me and the Christ that lives in you, it's the same Christ. So guess what? We are joined together by God Almighty. Your hurt is my hurt. It's like Ruth and Naomi. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. We are in this together. So today, Wipe your tears. Today, put a smile on your face. Whatever the past was, I want you to go ahead and ask the Lord to begin to dig it out of you. Bring healing into your life. Bring healing into your spirit, into your soul. Remove the dark cloud. Remove the, the smudge, the eekiness in our souls, in our hearts, in our minds. The, the way we think about people, the way we look at people because of what have happened to us. And we feel alone and we feel rejected and dejected. And we are now in a cave like Elijah. And I'm here to ask you, what are you doing there? You have no reason to be there thinking that you're alone because you're not alone now. You were not alone then and you will not be alone in the future. You always have a partner, the best partner ever Ever you can ever have is partnering up with the Lord God Almighty, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. I am author Diane Lubrin. Please don't forget 
to go to lubrandbooks.com or amazon.com and there you can purchase my products when you go to lubrandbooks.com please register as well as follow me on facebook author diane lubre and instagram author diane lubre i am so grateful i am so thankful it's such an honor and a pleasure to be here before you share follow upload download do it all okay until we meet again ladies and gentlemen i will be back here with you on friday i came on yesterday because i had been on vacation so i came in on monday i came in late on monday so i didn't do it so that's why i did it yesterday and today tomorrow is thursday god's will and i will see you on friday until then be strong in the lord and in the power of his might you guys have a blessed day and as always there is life there is love there is laughter after domestic abuse one love that is the agape love of god be blessed everybody bye bye